And welcome everyone to the Neil World Order Podcast. Coming to you uh, another late Saturday night. I gotta admit, um, this is usually, I, as you guys know, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Uh, always been my whole life. I know some people are just like, what? And you know what? It's terrible for the most part, but it's like this uh, addiction that I just can't give up. Um, so tonight was the Royal Rumble. Which is usually like my favorite wrestling, I guess, pay-per-view or event of the year. But I have to say, I mean, it's the reason I'm getting on here so late. This was terrible. You know, and it was one of those where like I knew it was going to be terrible. But it was just like, like you just watch. You're like, you know what, I'm going to watch it anyways. Um, I'm going to be disappointed. I'm comfortable with with the disappointment. It's like watching a Packers playoff game. You know, no good is going to come from it, but you just get sucked in and you do it. So, yeah, I watched the WWE Royal Rumble and, like, literally after the first match, five minutes in, told my wife exactly how the next three hours was going to go. And other than Ronda Rousey showing back up, I was completely predict. I mean, like, I I was right. I knew. And I was just like, good Lord. Like, I get it. It's sports entertainment and all that, but... um, yeah, I was really disappointed in night. Man, I used to, I remember used to, even in high school, and up until a couple years ago, I'd always have people over, you know, we'd have like a Royal Rumble party, uh, make some wings or some, get some pizzas, yada yada, do all that and make a big thing of it, but, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm growing up, I seriously doubt it, but, um, speaking of uh, maybe disappointing things, I guess, depending on, um, how you see things. Tom Brady is supposedly hanging up the cleats after 22 years in the NFL. Although there were some contradictory reports a couple hours ago that said that may not be the case and that he hasn't released a formal uh, statement yet, but ESPN is sticking with the story that uh, he is going to retire. That's crazy to think of an NFL without Tom Brady. Uh, You know, he kind of came out of nowhere 22 years ago when Drew Bledsoe was injured. A lot of people are like, oh yeah, Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, remember that guy? It was like a big deal. He was like really good and then he got hurt and he never played again. He ended up going to Dallas and I think retiring a few years after that. But uh, Tom Brady, 22 years, seven Super Bowl rings. Uh, I believe they lost, he lost three Super Bowls, right? Two to Eli Manning and one to uh, Big Dick Nick Foles. Um, you know, Eagles fans still think like Nick Foles is the greatest quarterback ever because they won a Super Bowl. But um, yeah, Brady retires with 84,520 passing yards, a 64% career completion percentage, 97.6% Q quarterback rating, and he is the NFL all time leader uh, with. 624 passing TDs. Just food for thought on that. The only active player that could possibly catch him, and I still, is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has 449 career passing yards. You could see now that there'll probably be talks of Aaron going to Tampa now with Brady leaving. But um, crazy thing, I was looking up some stats because Brett Favre is right. I believe it goes goes Brett. Brady, 
Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers are like your top five or whatever. Uh, Favre and Favre is thrown for 508 touchdown passes. Aaron Rodgers, his career right now is 449. That's 957 passing touchdowns uh, with the last two Packers quarterbacks. Just to put that into, you know, give you some, a glimpse into how the the Jacksonville Jaguars, who've been around for 27 years have only scored 954 touchdowns as a franchise. So the last two Green Bay Packers quarterbacks have eclipsed that franchise by three, which is insane if you think about it. I mean, I know we've had tons of letdowns in um, Green Bay, but, if I mean, San Francisco might be the only other team, unless I'm missing, maybe I'm missing some, uh, teams way back where you had back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks and you really, I mean, Joe Montana one of the GOATs uh, I don't know if Steve Young makes my top 20, but still Hall of Famer great quarterback, just didn't have the career longevity because he spent most of his life as a backup um, The just the quarterback play we've been fortunate enough to have here in Green Bay, you know, and it's a shame that it's probably coming to an end this year Maybe. Who knows? Aaron Rodgers supposedly is going to make a decision before March 8th, which is some kind of deadline for franchising players and stuff like that. Anyway, went out, tried to do some more car shopping today. Fucking nightmare. It's such a racket. Like, I have more respect for dudes slinging crack at this point. Um, but So, you needless to say... Your boy didn't come away with anything. Um, crazy. That's how it goes, right? Which is true. And leave it leave it to Ozzy to tell us the obvious. Um, I've always kind of rocked out to and enjoyed the song Crazy Train. You know, those of you in the New England area, that was always like the song the Patriots came onto the field to. A lot of sporting teams use it. But... Um, you know, from just the amazing riffs from the late Randy Rhodes to just just the whole vibe of the song. It's just a great song. I never really listened to the words before, but um, a few weeks ago, because this was originally going to be last week's episode, and then, uh, unfortunately, Meatloaf decided to die, so I kind of switched gears. But, um, yeah, the other morning on the way to work, I was listening to the words of the song, and I was, uh, I was surprisingly caught off guard by the by the brilliance of it. Um, you know, just the brilliance of the lyrics. Like, who knew Ozzy had it in him? I mean, I guess I always think about um, drugs and biting the heads off bats and stuff. But, um, you know, when you get past the insanity of the lore of Ozzy and all, all that and the devil worship and whatever, the drugs and alcohol, there really is a creative genius there. And he's found a ton of, he's, I mean, he's found longevity. He's still relevant today. Um, you know, how many people honestly can say that? You know, he's sold over 100 million albums. He's got a net worth over 200 million. You know, in, in all of history, Ozzy's one of the most successful rock acts ever, which is crazy. Um, you know, from his time with Black Sabbath, uh, until he was fired for his alcoholism. I feel almost hypocritical, like, reading that as I'm drinking whiskey. 
Peach Whiskey by uh, Old Smokey tonight. Uh, you know, he has 12 single, uh, 12 solo studio albums. He had Ozfest, the TV show, The Osbournes. Um, Ozzy has amassed himself like quite an empire and a body of work that, I don't know, maybe sometimes we don't, we don't think about or just kind of goes under the radar. I feel like Ozzy became a household name again with the success of the Osbournes. You know, like it was a whole new generation. As well as, I mean, the show became a platform for his kids to create a foundation to launch their own careers. Um, but I, I loved that show. Like, it just, uh, I don't know, it was hilarious. I just thought they were, an int- you know, and some of the, like a lot of these reality shows, sometimes a lot of it ends up being fake or whatever. And there's only so many I can watch. Like, because, I mean, it's almost like, I, I don't know, ironic to call them reality because how much of it's actually real like i can't watch shit like survivor the amazing race um fucking the bachelor who like who watches that shit like do people really find like that's entertaining or like shows like cook-offs um like i don't know i i I find it stupid you know i i feel like it's it's the bare it's appealing to like the least intellectual people no offense because there's no there's no story there's no character development it's just a bunch of boobs you know it's you make fun of me for wrestling but if you watch that i mean at least i know wrestling's fake and kind of stupid but yeah i always you know my wife is a huge fan of the uh teen mom stuff and you know what i i get sucked in watching it with her but like for me, it's kind of like rubbernecking at a car accident. Like, like, they're just a mess. Like, the drama and the stupidity that goes into these people. And I'm like, wow, you know, years from now, they're going to look back on this. And there's going to be, like, video proof that millions upon millions of people saw, like, the words, the, the things they said on TV came in, out of their mouth, their actions. And just how, I don't know, maybe out of touch with the world they really are. But, um... But yeah, so yeah, you know, the Osbournes was huge on MTV. Speaking of MTV reality shows, there was like what the point there where you had like the Osbournes and you had the Newlyweds with uh, Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson, which I freaking loved that show and I always called it then. I said this couple's never gonna last. This guy fucking hates her. <laughs> Eventually, they did get divorced. But um, yeah, so those were those were great shows. You know, Ozzy had a career riddled with tragedy. Uh, substance abuse, but uh, he, like I said, he always managed to stay relevant and alive. Um, although I, I was unaware of this, and maybe I heard it and forgot about it, he was actually diagnosed with Parkinson's disease in February of 2019. Um, you know, but when you think of Ozzy's catalog, he has a list of hits that any metal artist would envy. You think about the Sabbath days, Iron Man. Paranoid, War Pigs, uh, on top of the multitude of songs he released as a singles artist, you know, Crazy Train, Bark at the Moon, No More Tears, Flying High Again, Suicide Solution, Mama, I'm Coming Home. And then, you know, he had collaborations with Lita Ford with um, Close Your Eyes Forever. Actually collaborated with Elton John, uh, most recently Post Malone, and all of that was successful, you know, so... Regardless of, I guess, how maybe 
some portions of the mainstream saw him or looked at him or looked down on him, he always managed to be successful and put out material and things that were relevant and you know resonated with people for them to buy it, download it, stream it, whatever. And kept a minute. You know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be like this huge Aussie fan, um, but like a lot of artists, there are some things of his I really enjoy. Uh, and I appreciate what he's kind of brought to music. I freaking, like I said, I freaking loved the Osbournes. Uh, you know, Scott could tell you about all the times I used to wander around our house in Florida drunk, yelling, Sharon! And like my best Ozzy voice and just wander, you know, like in my underwear, like a crazy old man. Um, personally, I have never been to an Ozfest. Um, you know, I believe Ozzy has officially stopped touring as of, I don't know, a handful of years ago with his illness. Um. But yeah, if you get a chance, take a few minutes, listen to some Ozzy, um, YouTube some of his old videos. He was very, there was a lot of cool, you know, I, I miss the art of video making. I think, um, you know, people still do videos, but they're on YouTube and you got to go look for them. It's not like MTV plays them or VH1 or whatever. Honestly, CMT is like the only channel, they do that top 20 countdown on Sunday mornings and sometimes if I get up early enough, um. I, I watch it, and I think they're the only ones really showing any videos. I, I could be wrong. Uh, maybe other channels are showing it. I'm just not watching during the designated times. Staying with music, I'm sure by this time between the between social media memes and uh, news articles and just all the nonsense going with it, you've heard about the whole Neil Young versus uh, Joe Rogan thing. Um, Neil Wrong, Neil Young had written a letter to Spotify, and I think he had a bunch of doctors and health professionals. He called them and scientists, asking them to remove Joe Rogan's podcast, or he would take his music off their platform. Um, he didn't like that Joe Rogan was having scientists who, I guess, disagreed with what he thought. Maybe disagreed with some of the ideas being sold out there, um, you know, I guess we were back to think, and this is a liberal mindset, like, we forget this all the time, they're not tolerant, they're only tolerant of their own ideas, and this was just, uh, you know, another instance of it, you know, and they, you know, Joe Rogan had people on there talking about COVID remedies, uh, prevention, uh, he had Dr. Malone on there who had actually helped invent the mRNA vaccine technology and worked on it for many years. Uh, you know, and pretty much people that weren't on board with the propaganda that you see on TV and every other Pfizer commercial now. So, like, I was thinking about this at the time. I'm like, okay, so here it is. Neil Young, the man who penned the song and sang, keep on rocking in the free world, ironically doesn't believe in a free world. Say it isn't so. You know, it's... And it's weird, because, like, you want to, like, that was the first thing I thought. It was, like, nobody, like, was like, dude, this eh, this ain't going to go well. Or, you know, this ain't going to age well. You know, and I get we all say and do some dumb things. Or even have a terrible idea once in a while, you know, that we might be embarrassed by. But come on. Young's got to have a publicist or something, right? Joe Rogan's podcast averages 11 million listens per episode 
So he's a smidge more popular than me. You know, I wish I had that many episodes, or that many listeners. Um, so Spotify, Neil Young's music, on Spotify was responsible for, for 60% of Young's downloads and streams. He's since been embraced by Apple Music because, you know, I love Apple Music, push it. And you can't boycott all the companies you don't like. Like, I know people get into that. Like, I hate cancel culture. You know, I didn't throw away my Carhartt stuff. I didn't go buy Starbucks because they said their employees didn't have to get vaccinated. But um, we actually, oh, I'll come back to the Costco story. See, this is where I need to get all this set up to where I have my co-hosts here with me to remind me of the things I want to come back and talk about. Because I'm going to forget. But, um, yeah, Young had, like I said, had what he called thousands of doctors and health professionals sign this letter he sent. Um, and I don't know if you guys ever see this. And it's crazy to, to, to hear this come out of my mouth. And when I first discovered uh, parts of his podcast and stuff, Russell Brand is actually a genius. Um, yeah, I said that Russell Brand, like, comedian guy was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Get Him to the Greek, um, I think he was married to Katy Perry. Nobody, everyone makes a mistake. Um, he went through Young's list, apparently, and found many of the people who signed the letter weren't credible doctors or health pros. They were just people claiming to be. So, like, it add fur, adds further embarrassment to the whole thing, you know, this Neil Young, our Harvest Moon singer, had done. Um, and, you know, I, I think about it. Back in the 80s, I'm showing my age here. Neil Young penned this song and did a video. It was called This Notes for You. It's a song where he touted how over-commercialized music and the videos and artistry had become that, you know, people were making songs that they thought, oh, you know, if I release this, this song will be in a Pepsi commercial. It'll be, you know, and part of the song is like, I'm not singing for Bud. I'm not singing for Pepsi. Uh, I don't sing for politicians. But, like, in true fashion at times, it seems... People always live long enough to become what they despise. Um, you know, if you want a good laugh, go on YouTube, type in Neil Young's This Note For You or Apple Music or whatever, and listen to the song. And then think about what he was trying to do with Joe Rogan. And it's kind of like, it, I don't know. I mean, I guess he's old, so maybe he's, you know, he literally sang, I, don't, I won't sing for politicians in 1988 only to be on a crusade to sell politicians' propaganda. That's a mouthful in 2022. And like I said, we all have dumb, wild ideas. But fortunately for ours, you know, they're not heard and seen by the masses. I mean, me, you know, because I have millions of you guys out there. But, like, Neil Young makes this huge blunder and doing everything to save face because I think another artist, like Joni Mitchell, came out today and said she wanted her music off. And you know, and the crazy thing is, these people do this because there's no such thing as bad publicity. People were like, who the fuck is Joni Mitchell? You know, and then she probably got a few downloads. But um, I feel like this is just one of those moments in an artist's career where you kind of just piss all over your legacy and lose kind of any ounce of credibility you, you once had. And it's a shame. Um, you know, I think sometimes if people, and this is funny coming from me, and my, I see my wife throwing this this comment back in my face at some point. If people would think more and say less, um, <laughs> you know, saying that on a podcast, I, I think think the world, everything could, could be better. But 
you know, trying to get people to think is, it's shameful. You know, it's, it's a thing we don't want people to do anymore. So yeah, Spotify pulled his music, which is good. Everyone needs a reality check every now and then. You know, and I guess it's just like Skinner told Neil Young in the 70s, Southern man don't need him around anyhow. So let me know how that works out, Neil Young. Um, you know, throughout the duration of doing this podcast, I've kind of talked about, you know, I guess since all the yeah, COVID was pretty much with us on day one, but um, how crazy shit is in Canada and Australia but I never really get deep into it. Um, you know, a lot of any of you who use social media, uh, especially like TikTok or Instagram, uh, there's a huge group of Canadian truckers currently heading towards their nation's capital of Ottawa. I believe they're actually rolling in at this moment. They're known as the Freedom Convoy. Um, Canada's mandates are like ridiculous. Like Canada's as bad as North Korea right now. North Korea might actually have more freedom than Canada. Um, you know, the, the, the drivers are protesting against the vaccine mandate for truck drivers. Um, you know, and obviously it's probably not getting a ton of news here because, you know, they don't want you to, you never want people to see other people fighting back because people join the cause. Sometimes when you disagree with something, and I think that's part of the problem here with what I think, COVID is on its way out here just because people are done. But I think for the longest time, we weren't speaking up. You know, you'd see us good guys out there not wearing our masks, doing our own thing, not changing the way we live our life because there was never a reason to. But we weren't like, hey, fuck this, fuck that, you know. And here you have, you know, I don't know, a shit ton of people. I, I think over 25,000 trucks, I could, I could be wrong. Uh, then they had, they were expecting another 20,000 people coming in from the States to meet them in Ottawa. They actually had a Facebook group page with over 200,000 people in a week. Uh, they raised, they had a GoFundMe, which raised over 6 million, which GoFundMe, just so you know, GoFundMe is not a good organization. I know people use it when people fall on hard times and all that, but like as a whole, they're not good people. Um, they're in it to make money. They don't care about your tragedy. They don't care about your your sick baby, your friend's mom who died, or somebody who got hit by a train drug three miles and now needs a prosthetic. They don't care. All right. Maybe that's a reality check for people, but they don't care. Uh, they're withholding four million of the two million just simply on politics, and have shut down. I believe you can't even donate to it anymore. But. Yeah, so the, the truckers are protesting the VAX mandate, which, you know, the result would be of these guys not being on the road. And this is going to kick back and hit all of us, too. I mean, you're already seeing it, you know, where our shelves look like North, or we look like Venezuela here when you go into the store on certain days. There's no bread, there's no water. And it's random shit, but, it, you know, fortunately they found all the Valentine's Day candy because there's a shit ton of that. Um, it could result could be losing up to 20% of the trucks each day that cross the border, which is believed to be about 160,000 trucks. Um, their communist prime minister, Justin Trudeau, called these, these people's beliefs unacceptable views. Coming from, like, I mean, you're shitting on freedom at that point. 
Um, you know, and we're, we're not talking about a group that's threatening violence, preaching hate, simply men and women wanting a say in what goes into their bodies being, and having their views called unacceptable, you know, and, oh, you know, it, it, that's hard to hear for me, you know, and I believe that there's one thing this pandemic has shown us, it's how stupid the population really is. Um, I've always, in the back of my head, thought it was, but I didn't realize how galactically stupid the masses really are. Um, you know, and how twisted and power-hungry our leaders are, you know, at whatever level. Uh, I hope this convoy rolls right through and over the Capitol. Uh, it's, you know, like I said, the numbers are expected to grow. They've been driving since last Sunday. I believe they left from Vancouver, so they went all the way across Canada. Um you know, and who would have thought 10 years ago, this is where the world was headed? Like, honestly, like, I, I don't think, I mean, there were always times I thought we were going to hell in a handbasket, but I didn't think I'd live long enough to see it, let alone maybe live through it, in it, what you know, whatever you call it. I mean, it's literally a virus that 99% of people will survive. And it's turned the world on its head. Like, ultimately, because people are too stupid to think for themselves. Like, people still think if they get vaccinated, they're helping people. You're not helping anyone. You're helping yourself. In theory, you have reduced your risk of hospitalization or death. Which, the risk, without the vaccine that risk is 99.75%. With the vaccine, it's like 99.91%. But that doesn't tell you all the side effects and long-term issues that could be with the vaccine because there are no long-term studies on it. Hence why the makers and Big Pharma don't want any of the information and studies released for like 75 years. So when you're all dead, no one can sue them. Even though you're really, they're not supposed to be liable for anything. So that should tell you one thing right there. Hey, I'm going to give you some experimental drugs. I'm not liable for any of this. You know, if that's not a red flag, like, think, people. Just think. Like, I'm not I'm not lying about anything. Like, everything I've told you is true. I mean, there's no real info on your TV, the newspaper. You honestly probably get better news from TikTok than you do anything else. And that's fucking scary if you think about it. But even on TikTok, there's a bunch of freaking ass clowns. Uh, I'm fortunate enough that sometimes at my job, I can spend time uh, watching things, uh, you know, hearing things, interacting with people. They have some really cool ideas and, you know, in some cool places. But then there's like some other people that just spew stupidity right out of their ass. You've all seen that stupid uh, exorcist lady. Uh, you know, she pretty much makes her life, her living, trying to ruin people's lives who disagree with her. Um, she's pretty much like a Nazi. Um, and from what else, I, I think she's a Nazi who loves breastfeeding. But any, she literally calls people's places of employment, um, you know, like nurses that are anti-vax or we're seen not wearing them. Like literally, this lady needs to die a horrible, violent death. Um, she's you know, she's gotten people fired. She's been sued. I think she's tried to sue some people. She'll probably try to sue me for saying she needs to die a slow, violent, horrible death. But but in, in my heart of hearts, I really mean that. I just hope it's somebody films it. 
um, you know, and I, I tell you to go watch her videos, but that like does a good thing for her. But she's, if you're on tick, you've seen her. Like she's just a despicable person, um, you know. And she's like one of those people. Like I said, you know, we hope one day she's found face down, dead in a ditch. Um, she represents like the worst of humanity, and just like you know, I'm a firm believer in karma. You know what? Whatever you put out there comes back around. Every bad thing you do comes back to you threefold. I've always believed that all my life. Like, sometimes when something bad happens to me, there was a time, you know, I like to think I live a pretty good life now. I try to do right by people. I still fucking hate everyone. But, um, you know, where bad things would happen, I'd be like, huh, yeah, I had that coming. You know, but now it's kind of like, oh, you know. But also, I also believe no good deed goes unpunished. But, um, you know, and then, like I said, you'll come across people on TikTok. You guys have probably seen, there used to be this Indian, Native American guy, sorry, called Modern Warrior. His whole platform was about how racism was bad. And he tells people how racism is bad by being a complete ignorant racist himself. And he's just so unself-aware that he doesn't even realize. It was forever for I realized it was a he and not a woman anyways. I just thought it was a masculine kind of woman. But it's, in theory, a dude. But um, he hates white people. He likes to call everyone a colonizer. Um, actually, it's quite the following, which um, he's pretty much been MIA since Amari King shredded him. Uh, and there was... I don't know, some girl he was hitting on who was like 16 blew him up on the internet and his wife found out or something, so I, whatever. But if you're not following Amari King on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, you are, I'm not on Twitter, but he shares his tweets and his retweets of pe at people on his Instagram all the time. He's a genius. Like, the man is just amazing. I know you guys... A lot of you probably do follow him because you see the stuff I share and I see people reshare it and stuff like that. But um, he's awesome. He's um, so one of the few people I really, you know, that has a platform like that that I'm like, I, I don't miss anything he does. Um, you know, and, and TikTok's a huge platform now. It started as being just a bunch of people doing really stupid dances to terrible songs to... You know, there's all kinds of, there's, you know, I watch a lot of the pet adoption videos and the rescue shelters that do stuff. Um, like I said, a lot of live news as it happens stuff is on there. Cool things from sporting events. Um, I've honestly debated uh, using it as uh, like a TikTok live to broadcast a podcast as a dude. Because you actually could interact with people as far as like reading their comments and you can you know, they, they're listening to you and watching you as you talk. I could do it as I'm recording this. Um, there might be another option route we go. Uh, Casey brought to my elderly attention this morning. Um, but, you know, I just, I think that would be a cool way to do it. And the way, like I said, the way I've always seen this is like the podcast is, it's, it's more than it just being me. Like, I, I'd kind of just be the vessel for it all. And, you know, it, it's a lot of people's opinions, a lot of people's conversations and ideas and so on and uh, so forth. And, you know, I, I think that 
you, you got to grow. I mean, there are some weeks where I'm like, God, am I just doing the same thing over and over again? And maybe I am. I, I don't know. Um, apparently, my wife's not my biggest fan. She'll never say that, but I can tell. Um, of the podcast, not in general. Well, that could be true, but I, I don't know. So, speaking of my wife, the other day, um, our oldest dog had to have uh, some dental surgery, which... You know, any surgery scary. Honestly, wasn't a big thing. Uh, she's got a lot of swelling now, and we're kind of worried. Um, the place kind of sucked. I won't mention names unless things get worse. Then I, I will go on every social media platform and bury them. Um, but anyways, it was we had to go to Madison, Wisconsin. Um, I hate Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. Like you can. You know, you can you get to like Detroit or Cleveland, like some industrial city. You can like smell the smog. You can smell the liberal in Madison, Wisconsin. Like I literally walk around in places there, and I'm like, God, I just want to punch some of these. Like you just see it on them. Like it just smells like Subarus and Starbucks and Bernie Sanders stickers or something. And it's just, it's a very, it's not a world I want to live in. Like Madison. There's some cool stuff in Madison. You know, the people, like anything else, make it suck. So anyways, um, we hung out for the day. We did some uh, Instacarting just to see what it would be like in a big city. and made like 115 bucks on like three deliveries. And I was like, God damn, that's pretty good. And it was, I mean, it was a couple hours. It wasn't really bad at all. It was easy shit. And there was uh, some shot. We went out to, we went out to uh, lunch. And then um, did a little shopping. Uh, some places want to go. They have a cool Target there, where it, I don't know. It's like I always call it a two-story Target, but it's not because it's just a parking garage is underneath, and you have to take the escalator up. So, anyways, um, Kai got out of the car way before me. Um, maybe not way, but she was ahead of me going. And I saw some guy like talk to her. She was going on. I said, "Huh?" You know, and I'm putting all my shit in my pockets or whatever. And going, I go, "Hey, what was that about?" And uh, you know, being the alpha protective male. And she just said, oh, the guy said he was, you know, he was looking for money for a place to stay tonight. I mean, he didn't look like, I, I from what I glanced, I can't say I stared at him. You know, I get lost in my own world sometimes like we all do. And I didn't, you know, I, I've seen really dirty, nasty, homeless people in places before, you know, and they kind of stick out. And I was like, oh, I was like, you know, and, and yeah, that's sad. You know, I think about it, okay, you know, here he is. And it was cold that day. I mean, it was, it was minus something. Real fuel was like minus 20 or whatever. Um, so we went in, we did our shopping, I don't know, we're in there like an hour or whatever, milling around, and, uh, you know, we leave, and, and the guy's still there, and, uh, we go, and, and I could, we, we had conversation about it and about the situation, you know, that people find themselves in, um, throughout our shopping experience, and, uh, you know, we get to the car, and, and she's like, you know, and she's skeptical, she's like, well, I want to help him, you know, and I'm like, okay, say the word, I'll find him a room somewhere, and we'll take him there, you know, that's what he wants, because sometimes, you, I don't know if you want to give people money, like, if they say they're hungry, okay, I'll get you food, you know, I, why do I, you know, um, you know, because we always think people are scamming us, right, that's, that's the nature of it, and so finally she says, you know what, I'm going to go give him money. So I give her some money, and she had some money in her purse, and you know it wasn't enough to go. I mean, it was it was money, and uh, you know she came back and she said, "Oh, he was like God bless you," and 
all that, and you know, she said he looked rough and this and that. You know, and I and I thought about it. You know, and I even told her this at the time, and I was like, you know, isn't it crazy? And I was like, from the moment that guy talked to you, you wanted to help him, but you didn't just do. It. And, and this was no knock on my wife, because my wife is an amazing person, and I, I'm speaking of the human condition in general, and maybe how, may, and maybe some of you are wired differently. Um, that you know, you were like, you wanted to do it, but you didn't. Like you needed like an hour or so, you know, that we were shopping and leaving, getting back to the car, to talk yourself into doing it. And I was like, you know, that's that's crazy, you know, because the world's conditioned us to be like that. You know, um, I look at how I could be like that because, like, I'm, I'm just a dick. Like, I, I, I own that. My wife is a nice person, for the most part. Um, I think some of her more eh qualities now are just a osmosis of spirit all the years she's been with me, um, she was actually, you know, Kai was almost like a pushover when we first met. Now she doesn't really take people's shit, and I'm very proud of her for that. But of the two of us, you know, she's more of the think now, speak later type, or not me. Fuck you, it's coming out, I'm gonna go crazy. And I was thinking, you know, and, and it, you know, it was an African-American uh, man, and my wife's not really, and I was like, okay, would you, would your skepticism had been different if he was I was just personally curious. I don't think my wife's a racist or anything. She's like, no, not at all. And um, and I was like, oh, okay. I, mean, I was just curious, you know. And um, and I said, isn't it crazy though? Like we don't put any thought into saying, at least I don't. Like, hey, go fuck yourself, or just having an issue with someone. We just it, we just do it. Like we can bam, you know, be like, fuck you, fuck him, fuck her. But like. I only said that guy because you said I said fuck too much on that one podcast. But when it came to, like, wanting to help people, like, we overthought the shit out of it. You know, it wasn't just, hey, it's the right thing to, you know, and I said, she's like, well, what if I give him the money and he does this or he does that? I go, you know, that's between him and God. You know, you did the right thing. Like, it, you can only control, you know, in your heart, you were like, hey, I want to do this. And if that person chooses to not do right with it or they're being um, you know their their motives are deceitful and you know maybe the situation isn't what it is I was like you know that that's not on you you know that's between them and God that's their cross to bear and it was kind of crazy because you know and I just kept thinking I was like wow and I struggle with empathy I do um, you get to see bits and parts of me getting better with it uh, a few weeks ago when we talked about the show made and obviously with animals it's different i love animals uh i've always done anything i could to help animals but you know with people it was always a stretch and i think because you know you can almost see into the soul of an animal person can fool you you know and it and it sucks you know because some people do need help and you do want to help people and you know i think sometimes part of you know I don't know I'm like I always say I'm fortunate we're very blessed and I think part of what goes with that is understanding that and knowing you're in a position that maybe somebody else isn't and that you can help people and so you know whether you know it only matters what your intentions are and you know that's what I want to because I was like you know here's it yeah and it, it would suck if say you know, I think it would really upset her if she gave the money and found out, hey, the guy went and bought crack with it. I'm not saying he did. 
but you know I'd like to think hey got himself a warm place to stay that night it was really cold you know because nobody should have to sleep out in the cold they really shouldn't especially when we send money to uh, the Taliban but yeah so think about that like you know ask yourself like how much how much time would it take that and you may tell yourself oh no no I would just help but really think about that and it doesn't make you bad like, I don't think any less of myself or my wife for that. I was just like, wow, it's unfortunate. I was like, you know, in the world, we should be like, oh, no, hey. You know, but at the same time, I understand you can't help every person you see. Um, but, yeah, that's that's my ramblings for the night, folks. Um, be good to each other. Um, hopefully it gets warm. How crazy. It's going to be It's gonna be February tomorrow, right? There's only 30 days in January. I suck with calendars. But uh, we made it through January. This I think this is the fastest January in a while. The last two were like six months long. There's some football games on tomorrow. Honestly, I personally don't care. Um, I don't think there's really a matchup that's going to be great ratings for anyone. Uh, maybe lost it, the Rams making it just because LA is a big thing. Uh, I mean, it would kind of be cool if the Bengals won it all just because it's freaking Cincinnati and it's a young team. But uh, no Horton, you know, like I said, I got no horse in the race. I don't care. I'm not rooting for or, or against anyone. But, I mean, I guess if I had to pick, it would be Cincinnati. But uh, And I hate the 49ers, so I guess I won't be rooting for them. That's all I got. Everyone have a great weekend, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next week.